Okay. Skype is saying to make sure I tell you that I'm recording you, Jeff. I'm 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 recording you. You're recording me? I'm recording. Yes. Yes, these these actually do go out into the world and people hear them. I am well aware that you are recording me and you have my consent. Okay. Okay. How how wild would it be if we just got together every two weeks and talked about Ninja Turtles but didn't publish a show? That would be crazy. That would be weird. Hey, everyone, it's the Shellheads podcast. I almost forgot that we were putting on a show, Jeff. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> there's people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Looney Tunes short with the uh, the big furry red monster. And he notices people and he screams and runs away. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, hey there. How are you? I'm good, Sergio. How are uh, you? I'm I'm Sergio. He's Jeff. We're the hosts of the Shellheads podcast, a Ninja Turtles podcast uh, on the That didn't internet. answer my question. I asked how, how oh. you were and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I am scared. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, am, I am me. I'm here. I'm alive. It's the Christmas season, so chaos is upon me. Yeah. Yeah. You have an extra you have extra children now. So. Right. Yeah. Well, you've had an extra child for, you know, a while. So. Yeah. Luckily, he's really not old enough to know what's going on when it comes to, like, Christmas yet. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. And that'll be fine when he when he when he does start saying, where's Santa? You know, but. Yeah, are you are you the type of parents that are gonna let let him believe, or you're just gonna crush his spirits right away and be like, "This isn't real. We give you everything." <laughs> um, <laughs> <clears throat> we will let him believe in Santa. We're not evil, but it's not gonna be as long as most parents do. Yeah, it's the first moment he has any doubts that. Hey, what? Hey, are you sure that this is it? You know, I'm going to be like, bro, it's us. Yeah. You know, uh, especially since both of his siblings are much older, you know? Right. Um, yeah. How are you doing? Doing quite well. You had uh, big plans for Christmas? Uh, yeah, my uh, sister is going to fly in next week. Uh, and we'll be, uh, doing our usual festivities, baking Christmas cookies and our yearly traditional family shortbread, which is my favorite thing. Um, yeah, I don't, we, we do Christmas candy every year. I don't do much baking because no one wants me to bake anything. Oh, uh, I can imagine that's that's accurate. Yeah, um, I do. I, I do a lot of cooking. I don't do I don't bake. What do they well, say? Ba- cooking is fun. Baking is a job. I, I enjoy both. Um, what's the uh, what type of candy? I, I don't make me lie. I don't know the names of these things. See, come on. Uh, the haystacks are in there. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the store and buy a bunch of Christmas bark. Oh, we made this. No, Here, no, no. It, no, it is it is all made. Delicious. But, like if I, they all have like slang names that I doubt you even have ever heard of. So. I'd be surprised as it was the Christmas, the Christmas uh, trash or the Christmas crack mix. No, no, we did. We did that at one point. Uh, now I think we have, let's see, let's see, Buckeyes. Do you know what Buckeyes are? No. 
Um, as I said, haystacks. There's uh, vanilla or there's vanilla fudge or white fudge or. Oh yeah, good stuff. Yeah, there's it, it, pecan bark. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, I again, I, I don't uh, do all I do is eat it. All I do too. is eat it. So yeah. There's a candy place uh, on the coast that do they do pecan logs and it's caramel and just oh, it's freaking delicious. But this isn't the candy cast. No, no, no. This is the, the we Christmas don't have cast. Much to, we don't have much to talk about because it's December cast is what it is. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, we're here to talk about Ninja Turtles or at least try to talk about Ninja Turtles. Um, I guess that kicks us into our first segment. And now it's time to see what's in that bodacious box. Ah! What's in what's in Sergio's box? Or Sergio's bodacious box. Uh, I, I got a, I got a few things. I got a few things. Um, of varying equality. Uh, so the, the first one is, and th- this one is, I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about this one yet. The NECA store was selling, um, Secret of the Ooze Foot Soldier 2, two Packs. And me, being the psychopath I am, immediately just bought it, right? Well, apparently they didn't change the foot soldier from the first to the second movie. Ooh. Because it's the same thing. They just slapped different marketing on the box? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like people online have said that there's like a, a slightly blue wash on it or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. It looked pretty much the same to me. It's the same molds. So that's a little bit of a bummer. I might I might find a way to return those to Walmart if I can, because uh, that's like a sixty dollar two pack. Um, is this the one with Kino or no? This is not the one with Kino. The one with Kino is the he's the, he's the the tubby foot soldier. Oh yeah, he's, ac- the, he's uh, actually the uh, they, yeah. festively plump foot soldier. Yes, the the the, <laughs> the Christmas foot soldier. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So, so I didn't get that one. I, I couldn't. I wasn't fast enough on the trigger to get that from uh, Walmart. So I got to track that down somewhere. So that was a that was a little disappointing. As good as the box looks, I was like, I have these. I have the original releases when they released them at GameStop. Like I have these. Um, but I also got, uh, in much better news, Savante Romero. Oh, nice. Got that from Target. Uh. He popped up on the website to order, and I just grabbed it. And he's taller than I imagined him being. Really? Yeah, he's like a he's like a full seven inch figure. And I guess in the comics, he always seems short because he he has that kind of, you know, the 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 um what the cloven feet. Yeah. So I I guess I just pictured him being shorter, but no, he's. He's pretty pretty tall and beefy com- compared to what what I thought he was going to be. So that's cool. Yeah. He looks he looks fantastic by the way. Oh yeah. Um so that came in. Uh, I also got uh, do you, do you shop at Big Lots, Jeff? Um I haven't been there in quite a while. Where do we have I, do we still have one here? Yeah, it's right around the corner. Oh, Big Lots. Big Lots. I'm getting that confused with um Hudson Salvage. Oh, we well, we have a we we. <laughs> I'll get there. Um, we yeah, we, at Big Lots for Black Friday, they had a a new drop 
of, uh, you, you know, the, the metal figs. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's always the same mold. The, the, the metal figs, the, there's the four turtles. They all have basically the same body mold with a different mouth mold, uh, but they slightly change up the, the, the paint job. Like it might have a little bit of a sheen to it or, a or, or a glitter to it in Previously, I had purchased Michelangelo years ago. They dropped all four of them at Big Lots for ten bucks a piece, which is a pretty good price. Uh, but it was a Black Friday thing, so they sold out pretty quick. Uh, I ended up getting Raphael, so that means I have two of the four. Mm-hmm. The paint job is a little bit darker than the the, the Michelangelo release that I have, uh, but looks good. I, I'm probably not going to spend more than 10 bucks on these if I buy the other two, so it's going to be a pretty long process. Mm-hmm. I'm in no hurry. Speaking of Hudson Salvage, yeah, so Hudson Salvage I don't think exists anymore, but the brother of the Hudson Salvage guy, it, who's also named Hudson, owns a similar business called Hudson's Treasure Hunt. Which is basically them buying, you know, salvage stuff from, from stores that are either going out of business or had a building burn or, or they just aren't paying for their storage stuff anymore. And, uh, Hudson's Treasure Hunt has a even cheaper division called Hudson's Dirt Cheap. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a dirt cheap in Pearl. So that's what, maybe seven minutes away, ten minutes away tops. And, my mom was at the, the dirt cheap because she, she goes to the dirt cheap once a week at least. And uh, there they have they, they right now have a whole bunch of old Target toys that they weren't, you know, Target wasn't able to sell or whatever. And in that batch were at 70 percent off the Ninja Turtles Stranger Things crossover box sets. Oh, wow. Or two packs. Yeah. Which puts them at about 12 bucks a piece. It's not bad. 12 bucks a piece is a more than reasonable price to pay for those. And I do like the sculpts on them. Mm-hmm. So I got the Raphael Hopper two pack and the Donatello. Not Donatello. Is it Donatello? No. Leonardo 11 two pack. Okay. Uh, the sculpts look good in the packaging, but by no means are they good sculpts. Yeah. Their feet are enormous. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they had balance issues with them and just said, screw it, make the feet big. I don't know. But if you, if you look up those figures, those feet are enormous. And more importantly, the scale is way off. I don't know if they just ignored the scale of the Stranger Things figures that they were including with it and decided we're going to make these the, tr- the regular turtle scale. That way, if we want to sell these sculpts later, it won't be weird. I don't know. But assuming Eleven, the, the character Eleven, is, what, five foot tall? Right. It's just, a, that's, that seems like the right size, right? Five foot, five, five foot two? Yeah. I would say Leonardo is like five eight if we're if 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 these are on the same scale. So so the turtles are much taller than the Stranger Things characters, and that's weird. 
That is uh, very strange. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, my son, big Stranger Things fan. I popped my head into his room this weekend and I'm like, hey, hey, bud, you want to you want these uh, two Stranger Things figures for free? And he just turned around from his Fortnite game and said, no, I'm good. Well, yeah, your, <laughs> your kids are very strange. <laughs> and I was like, good job, son. Don't 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 get sucked into this collector mentality. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's Save very anti whatever you're into. Like, nah, I'm good. That's that's th- I got to be into everything. So he's into nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. The a, most unenthusiastic, I mean, the most unenthusiastic kid I've seen, especially when he, he came to the arcade. I was like, uh, dude, there's literally games for days. Nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he's he's very, very into what he's into and what he's not into might as well not exist. Yeah, sounds um, about right. Uh, what else? I got. Was that it? Is that all I got this this time? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's those are those are my purchases, Jeff. Um, I would also like to note that I mentioned that the turtle van had a had a uh, tracking number associated with it from NECA. They still have not shipped them. Hmm. Weird. And. I guess this kind of bleeds over into the news segment, but this is this is not a uh, it's not a new thing. Apparently, a lot of people got Turtle Van ship notifications, and they're not actually shipping. Uh, NECA sent a, 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 a mass email out to people who were waiting on it that says, "Dear valued customers, uh, we regret to inform you that your Ninja Turtle Van order has encountered an unexpected shipping delay." We expect this delay to be resolved before the end of the month. We apologize for any inconvenience and appreciate your understanding. So th- this is, of course, a, a van that went on, what, a year and a half, two years, and people are starting to actually receive it, and social media posts are going up, and uh, I want my van. Yeah. That's that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's, when you it's like, oh, your item shipped and then you check the tracker and I'm like, nope, like not in the system yet or a waiting label or waiting, blah, 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 whatever reason. And then you keep checking like the next couple of days, still the same thing. And then the yeah. next thing you know, oh, it's here. Yeah, yeah. And and, that, and that's really what people are saying is happening. Like they they, they have the, the dead tracking number that's not doing anything. And then suddenly two days later. Or, or three weeks later, there's a van on their porch that they're like, not going to tell me that you actually shipped it? All right, cool. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, but that's yeah. it for what's in my box. Did you did you have anything that you wanted to talk about, Jeff? Really? Really? I'm I'm surprised you didn't get one of the most important things in your box or pick up this week. Oh, the Blu-ray? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it. I mean, that's what I got in my box, or I went out and got it, the 4K Blu-ray release. Yeah. I don't – I just – I can't bring myself to pay full price for a a DVD. I can't do it. Well, that's not a DVD. It's a 4K Blu-ray. Or it doesn't matter. A physical physical digital movie or a a physical movie I'm not paying full price for. It's not. Well, I had a – I had a – I had a – uh, percent off thing so was it a hefty percent off or was it like five percent off come buy our a, blu-ray it was like a twenty dollar off 
Where did you get $20 off? It was from Best Buy. Uh-oh. Uh, it's because you're always buying Blu-rays at Best Buy. You get that. Well, not for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm going to go to the many other sites that actually do that proper. Um, they got to make room for that extra, you know, washing machine in the back room. Yep. Yep. Uh yeah I'm so, I'm I'm gonna get it of course but again yeah. I don't I don't pay full price yeah especially if, if in a month it'll be half that yeah oh yeah I just couldn't wait <laughs> there's some things I can wait on others I'm like nah nah yeah uh, I've seen the yeah. movie twice so I I can wait to see it a third time yeah um did you have anything else. Or is there anything about the 4K release that you wanna you wanna hype up? I'm trying to think. I think that's about it. No, just go out and grab your copies, people. Okay. Uh, I guess then that leads us to what's the next sag? And now it's time for secret of the news, kind of. Uh, yeah, the, the secret of the, the news is that there's not much. That's that's the secret. Uh, as as previously stated, if you haven't heard, it's almost Christmas, and so businesses and, and companies are just they've gone almost completely dry when it comes to announcements and releases and and, and just general news. Yeah. But we did scrape the internet uh, and find you a few things to talk about. Uh, Jeff, what would you consider the big piece of news here? Um, I I would say probably uh, that uh, the turtles are coming to Fortnite. That's correct. Along That's... with April O'Neil. Yeah. Are they coming or have they came? I feel uh, like they're already there. They might be. I don't play the fork knife. So. I, I, I don't either. Um. Uh, and this yeah. is not going to get me to play it either. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it's 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 never going to be my thing. But if, if if RoboCop couldn't get me to play this game, I'm like, nah. the The turtles aren't either. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess the I guess the question is is how do you feel about the 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 models? I I absolutely love the designs. Like they look really great. They remind me of those. Uh, remember we talked about those very high-end Turtles figures that were a combination of 2K3, like muscle, like, you know, just lean, muscular-looking Turtles that had a combination of, of that the 2K3 style and uh, the 80s cartoon? Yeah. That's exactly what these look like. Except they're wearing spats. They're wearing what? Spats. What are spats? Well, Mike, Michelangelo is. Okay, you know... uh. You're familiar with DuckTales and Scrooge McDuck. Okay. That's what's, that's what's on his feet. Spats. Spats. Uh, <laughs> is, is this a technical term or is this some 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 stuff that you made up? <laughs> no, hang on. No, spats are a shortening of spatter dashes or spattering guards and are a type of footwear accessory for outdoor wear covering the inept, the, no, I'm sorry, bleh, the instep and the ankle. Spats. S-P-A-T-S. Oh, wow. Learn something new, huh? Right? 
it, watch a lot of watch a lot of Ducktales. He uh, he is wearing spats. Yeah, <laughs> and only spats, like not spats with shoes. Oh wow. Okay, I, I'm. This is gonna be a so very, is Leo. A well, kind of. He's got he's got the bandages. This is a uh, this is gonna be a very predictable Sergio take, and I apologize for being the guy who doesn't like the Fortnite skins, but I don't like these Fortnite skins. Yeah. For a few reasons. Like, why are there so many buckles? That is very odd. Like, why why do they need, like, leather straps at their crotches? Like... They don't. That's just gonna chafe. And this is, yet again, another situation where the teenage... Mutant Ninja Turtles don't look very teenage. Well, look, you know, they're going with the age 15, 16. When was the last time you saw a 16 year old that looked like that was that was that actually had a couple in the arcade? I was like, wait, what? No, they they, they showed up as kids, uh, you know, for years ago. And the next time I saw them, like, look, look, these Ninja Turtles are going through their are, are on their second marriage and have bills to pay. Okay. No, these, these are, are some like 33 year old dis- turtles. These are disposable money turtles. They're, they're like the 20 year old. They're definitely not teenagers. Yeah. Uh, and of course they commit the same crimes. You know, the, 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 the now Donatello does not have glasses. Yeah. He's so, got a headset, but he does have a headset, you know, which is, I was like, yeah, you got that wrong. Um, <laughs> that goes on Mikey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that drives me crazy. That needs to be left off. Yeah. It's, there's just a lot of accoutrement here that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. There's, there's, there's like, there's Raphael, his shoulder pads that look like something out of, I don't know, Warhammer. Maybe, you know, and I, I, I will say this. Whoever designed them did try to keep all of the versions of Ninja Turtles in mind. Yeah. Like they're, 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 they're pulling from a lot of source material here, but it's just too much design for me. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you that. Yeah. And he's also not wearing socks. He's the only one that has Raph. He has no feet coverings, unlike the others. Yeah. Which is very unusual. I, I, I feel like. He's the only one who has a half of like that. The bottom half of the, that his two legs are the only bottom half of a limb of limbs that are not covered in some way. Yeah. And he's got the full bandana. Ugh. Yeah. And you, yeah, we, no, you're we not discussed a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that at all. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're finally in Fortnite. It, this seems like something that should have happened years ago. I mean, turtles and guns. Turtles using guns is, is yeah. that's also kind of a weird thing, but it's Fortnite, whatever, you know. Yeah. Now, April's in the game, too, and this is a little bit more morbid. She's got a she's got a shell accessory. I was like, did she <laughs> did she kill one of the turtles? <laughs> that is she. I don't know. It, that is that is weird. You, you know what? I actually love this April. Like, just 
uh, design. Yeah, she doesn't look half bad. Yeah, it's very simple. It's very to the point. Um, it's drawing enough from past Aprils that uh, you know who it is, but it's unique enough to stand out as its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like a character from Jet Set Radio. Yeah, which is coming back, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I dig it. Now, April with guns. I'm fine with April with guns. Uh, what? Okay, that's not the only Fortnite news that we have. But what? What? What else do we have here? Uh, Lego turtle skins thing. Whatever Lego stuff they've added to Fortnite. Yeah, they just like it's brand new. The Lego Fortnite stuff. And I didn't know Lego had the Turtles license again. I guess they do. Uh, I, I know that for two decades, the Turtles license has bounced back and forth between Lego and Mega Bloks. So I guess I guess it's cool. Um, I don't know what this Lego Fortnite is. I, I feel like it's Fortnite except Lego pieces, which is. Okay. Yeah. Um. Don't get us wrong, folks. We're not hating on the game. You enjoy what you want to enjoy. It's just not yeah. our our cup of tea. I'm more of a uh, co-op kind of guy. Yeah. And <laughs> the, these these designs are are definitely based on the existing Fortnite skins because Leonardo looks like he's I, I don't know in the in the Blade movie. Because he has leather straps up and down his legs, like it, it, they're Legos. They should be simple. They should be very simple. You don't have to over-design a, a Lego piece or what are what are they, what are they called? Minifig. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I hope that whoever is playing these game these these two versions of this game enjoy using the turtles. Nothing but positivity here, except that I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on before i dig it myself into a deeper hole um real quick pop news uh we talked about there being a last ronin pop figure a few weeks ago uh, well there's going to be two of them one of them one is a standard pop figure the other one is going to be in one of those like fancy boxes that has a comic cover on the back of it Mm-hmm. And it costs like twenty bucks or something, something, and it's gonna have a different. I think it's a different. Um, pretty sure it's a different mold or a different pose or whatever of the last Ronin. Uh, and the comic cover inside of the box is going to be a Kevin Eastman last Ronin cover. So, so basically, you're buying a figure with a print of his of his cover. Yeah, it's definitely a different, a different, uh, different mold. Yeah, but that will be a Target exclusive. So yay, yay. <laughs> uh, what, what's what other news do we have? Uh, well, back to more figure news. Uh, we're getting a Usagi Yajimbo Year of the Rabbit box set from NECA. 
Uh, this will include four different versions of Usagi I'm going to stop you there. You're going to stop me there? I'm going to stop you there. Not that you're wrong. Everything you're saying is correct, except that it's not past tense. It is it, – or it's not future tense. It's past tense at this point because it was released on the NECA store during our off time, and it has since sold out. Oh, and well. And it's a, a NECA store exclusive. You didn't hear it here first. Uh, <laughs> you want to just cut that out? No, absolutely not. Uh, okay. Because I, I, I wrote it down as we need to talk about this. Yeah, it's a, it was a Year of the Rabbit 4-pack, which we knew was coming. Yeah. Uh, it was 150 bucks. They initially announced it as, hey, it's coming to Target's near you. And then three days later, they were like, nah, this, we're just going to have this on the, the NECA store. No one's going to buy this at Target. So now it's sold out. So I guess so well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I certainly didn't. I was not able to snag one. I wasn't going to. Um, yeah. I think you've got your limit on uh, Usagi figures. Uh, yes, I've I've hit my my Usagi ceiling. I, I I don't recognize any of these little little dudes. I'm glad I'm I'm absolutely glad that they're they're happening. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'm sure there's an audience for it. It's just not me. <laughs> uh, let's see, is there any other? Oh, I have a little bit of news that I didn't tell you about. It's not really news, but check your WalMarts. There is a Walmart has. In the multiple Walmarts that I've been to, there have been dedicated Paramount Plus sections in the electronics section. And in those Paramount Plus sections are a bunch of Ninja Turtle items. Uh, now, not all of them are great items. It's like, hey, here's a cereal bowl with like a movie night thing. Like there, there's just a, you know, some of it's just trash stuff. Mm-hmm. But... That is where Walmart has chosen to put the Loyal Subjects Best Action Raphael figures that are based on the comic book that have the motorcycle with it. So the the Motorcycle 2-pack is – I don't know if it's – I don't think it's exclusive to Walmart, but that's where they're putting it. And that's also where I've seen multiple um, chases – just sitting in that section. Uh, the chases are the ones with the golden bike. So, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. The bike is typically red, but the chases are gold, and they're shiny. I came very close to buying it just because it was gold and shiny, but I was like, I don't need this. I don't I don't like this. Yeah. So I didn't buy it. But if that's what you're looking for, it's that's a place to find it. And the the chase was there. For at least three weeks at our, I think it might still be at our Walmart. Okay, cool. Because it's kind of tucked into a weird section of the uh, electronic section. Uh, I think that's it for uh, figure news. Uh, what's this Michael Dooney stuff? Uh, well, so Michael Dooney, uh, via his Instagram, uh, posted about his big cartel uh, site uh, doing his first ever art drop uh kind of like a basically saying you know that it's a end of the year clean out uh from the studio so 
You want to buy some incredible art from one of the best TMNT artists? Go for it. Go for you know, prints, comics, all kind of stuff. Yeah, there's there is some cool stuff here. Like, uh, oh, he's actually got he signed a last Ronin with some cool bonus stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, he's got this is I didn't know this existed so un, until you sent it over. This is really cool. I don't know how much it doesn't look like there's that much left in stock, but there's stuff. Oh yeah, this is nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can check that out on his uh, Instagram or go to michaeldooney.bigcartel.com. Um, the last thing that we have on our list of news here is a long article on Screen Rant uh, about Sophie Campbell leaving the IDW book. Now, this isn't something that was a secret. We knew we knew it was happening. It was announced that she was leaving after book uh, 150. But this is the first time we've actually gotten someone to sit down with her and tell us about, you know, her her favorite times working on the book. You know how she was able to influence the story and how proud of it she is as, you know, as just a piece of art that she she worked on for a few years. Um, It has a lot of spoilers in the in the story. So if you're not caught up on the IDW book, I would kind of either go into it knowing you're going to get stuff spoiled or don't read it that that's probably your best bet um yeah i i know that you kind of skimmed through it because of that uh is there anything that you that you saw in it that really stood out to you yeah i um scrolled down to the very bottom and they asked you know because she's been she's been doing this a while Mm -hmm. and um you know they they basically asked her if she had any plans to return um and i'm just going to read it verbatim she says like i mentioned in an earlier question uh yep i will definitely be back i'm not done with those characters and i really want to do some spin-off stories focused on alapex or venus uh and i still want to figure out a way to introduce other favorites to the idw comics we'll see exclamation point nice yeah, her her work with Alapex is is some of her best work. Um, yeah. And again, without saying any spoilers, both of those characters are ripe. It, where the story is right now, both of those characters are ripe for exploration. So. Yeah, and uh, Team NT number fifty uh, will be out uh, early twenty twenty four. One? You, did you say one fifty? Yeah. Okay. Yes. 2024, it's got a cover that is kind of a spoiler and also a huge homage to one very specific book in the Tales of the TMNT run that I am shocked they're pulling from. So they're 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 deep. They're deep in the in 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 the back back issue bin when it comes to influences right now. Um, which is, isn't, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Right. I just, I really want to know who's taking over, who's taking over and, and, and what is the, like, what's the driving force? Like, what is the, what's the story going to (laughs) be? But that's because I am caught up and I'm, you know, reading it every month, but yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. 
Yeah. Uh, that, you know what? That's it. That's all the news. Unless you found some other news. Nah. It's just been, uh, kind of dry. Kind of dry. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Fugglers? No. No? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's Christmas, not Halloween. Uh, so let's, let's save our, uh, our listeners that, uh, <laughs> just train wreck of an idea for marketing. Uh, <laughs> or that train wreck of, a, you know, what they call, what they're calling merchandise. There we go. That's better. Yeah. That's, that's pretty funny. Uh, okay. Well then let's take our break and we'll be back with our main topic. Has is taking a break. Shellhead is taking a break. He's a peeing or drinking. Drinking or peeing. Shellhead is taking a break. And we're back. Uh, you're still listening to the Shellheads podcast. Uh, I say that like you're tuning in halfway through. That, that's not how podcasts work. But no. hey, welcome back to the Shellheads podcast. Uh, I am still your host, Sergio. I'm here with your other host, Jeff. And we have finally made it to our main topic. And after, how many times did we talk this week saying, what's going to be, who's going to be the spotlight? I don't know, who's going to be the spotlight? I think we've been talking about it for like two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we, 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 we had to do Krang last time. We had already announced Bishop before that. And then we, it's, it's almost Christmas. So like, is there someone else that we want to do that's not Bishop? And we just landed on Bishop. Let's do Bishop, right? Yeah. He's definitely yeah. one of my favorite characters uh, from the 2K3 run. Mine too. Uh, and I, I figured 120 episodes in, 130 episodes in, that's, that's enough time to wait. I think so. Um, he is your on the surface. Agent Bishop is is a just you know an evil man in black, right? And by man in black, I mean in the traditional sense of like men in black. Like he works for the government, and his job is to convince the government to continue to give him money through fear tactics, right? Yeah, to protect the Earth from invading forces, and and that that that's kind of his mo across every version of the character. Yeah. Except the 2012 cartoon. That one's a bit different, but the archetype of Bishop is I'm a government agent and I'm hunting down the turtles, you know, and, and, and we've seen that type of character in other mediums, you know, oh, in, yeah, in, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to say it's a wholly unique character, but it's one that, fits so comfortably into turtles lore that you almost forget that it's kind of like his whole existence is kind of a trope. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's, what's your overall opinion on the agent Bishop character? So around, you know, that time you're still kind of in that kind of riding that high from, you know, the men in black, uh, you know, films and I'm, I don't think the Men in Black Two had already been com- had already come out, I believe. So yeah, you're yeah. you're not wrong. And then we had the uh, the Men in Black uh, cartoon in '97, which ran for about four seasons. Um, and so, gosh, 
No, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, it had been off the air for three years. Oh, yeah, and Men in Black 2 came out in 2002. Yeah, so, so you're still kind of, well, I would say, yeah, you're still kind of riding that train with, you know, the government agent guy. Um, but you know, uh, with the twist and it was definitely like when I first was introduced to the character, I was like, oh, okay, this is just your typical guy. I was like, oh wait, no, 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 no. He's, he's what he's waxing their shells. I was like, what is going on? You know, I, I, I didn't expect him to be a formidable foe. You know, I expected him to be, you know, at least somewhat of a, uh, you know, a combat guy, but not, not to the the degree that he showed himself to be, which was a very nice surprise. I I, I agree, I agree, because when I when I think that trope, I don't think this guy fights. I I think this guy has an army that he sends to fight for him. Yeah. You know, uh, but in that case, it, like if they had introduced him as a character who couldn't fight he was just a tool of the government, then it would be, he would share too much with the Baxter character, I believe. Yeah. You know, uh, making him an actual fighter is surprising and welcomed. Uh, let's see. When did, when did agent Bishop make his debut? It was in space invaders part two, which is a season three episode. Wow. Really, a season? I thought it was a season two episode, but no, I guess that makes sense. I thought it was later than that. No, it's it's uh, the third episode of season three is when Bishop made his debut. You know, mainly because like you know, the reason I thought that because like you know, it after going for so long not watching the show, and then we then we ended up watching, uh, doing you know rewatches and stuff, um, and then you know it's been you know, back. So we just, what, we just finished season four. Mm hmm. So, and, and he was kind of the main villain through all of season four. Yeah. It's a very refreshing change of pace. Absolutely. I, 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 I could have done anything. I agree more. They could have done anything with that. Oh, let's, let's make, you know, all these weird creations and combine this and clone, you know, they could have cloned the turtles. That would have been fun. Uh, you know, they did but. clone the turtles. <laughs> well, not in not in the initial. No, but they, they did like, in fast forward. Yeah. Uh, I and and you actually bring up a good point. Like, I feel like the creation of Bishop came directly out of Peter Laird not wanting this show to be bogged down by mutants. Yeah, and Shredder. Well, we had had enough Shredder. Yeah. But where the previous show would have just been like, well, we need a new character. Here's a mutant. You know, 2K3 didn't like did not lean on mutants at all. Yeah. Outside of, of course, the, the mutants are trying to exterminate at the end of season four. Yeah. But those don't really count. Those aren't individual characters. Uh, but if if you're creating a character that needs to fit into the into the the universe and is not a mutant I, a government agent who is 
tracking down anomalies like the cigarette smoking man in the X-Files. Like, yeah, this 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 is fantastic. It's 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 where they needed to go. And it really breathed breathed life into seasons three and four. I agree 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like and like hear me out on this because like this is something that i would have loved to have seen of course i taught clone turtles like he could have <laughs> easily have had the the turtles cloned and done like an evil you know uh ninja crooked ninja turtle gang type thing but again they're not they're not well known and they're still like in the shadows so that probably wouldn't have worked but it still would have been kind of cool you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Who, yeah. who are these mutant turtle things and they're committing crimes and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, well, everything kind of cool. Like much later in the, in the IDW story, like that is, that's kind of his MO is taking, you know, the DNA of slash and just trying to create a super mutant to do his bidding. Yeah. So, so you're, you're kind of onto it. That That's, that's, that's something that, that Bishop, who is a very specific brand of evil, you know, like, like, cause the Shredder and Krang, they, you know, they're the, the big world domination brand of evil. You know, I've, you're going to be my loyal subjects. Ha ha ha. You know, Bishop sees himself as a hero. Yeah. At least in the early parts of his story, he, he is, he is very much a by any means necessary kind of, of bad guy who there have been, you know, instances in, in, in these tales where the turtles have to fight with him because the earth is at, in danger, you know? And since the common enemy creates a, you know, well, what's the saying? Uh, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. No, 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 no it doesn't matter. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Bingo. That's the one. You know, it, it makes it easy to not necessarily side with him, but understand where he's coming from. Because if he legitimately believes that the existence of extraterrestrials and mutants and otherworldly beings is an existential th- threat to humanity and he has been tasked with keeping humanity safe, then by any means necessary, like that is his, those are his marching orders. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, re- I really like his character. I really, I really like the X-Files. I like Men in Black. I like Bishop. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm in that same boat. Did you get a chance to watch uh, any of the fast forward episodes? I watched a little bit. I didn't get to watch, uh, like, the full complete episode where we get to see his um, first appearance, which was Bishop tonight. Yeah. Sounds um, like a could have been a great uh, late night talk show host in the future. <laughs> Bishop, tonight. Bishop, Bishop tonight. <laughs> in the year 3000. Oh, nice. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, wh- remind me what happened with his character in Fast Forward. What what he became what, the pr- he became the president. President, but that's that's true. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, it it feels very much like because I didn't want I 
again, because we're skipping ahead, um, but we're, you know, but we're also covering this episode, so it's like one of those things um, where it very much feels like a Lex Luthor type situation. You know, it's like, um, oh, Luthor is president now. I was like, yeah, but he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, I don't know. So it's like the whole time I'm kind of like on edge a little bit. I'm like, uh, when are you going to stab him in the back? When are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. He's got the knife. I see it in his hand. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. Doesn't he just end up being a good guy? I believe so. Yeah. Like he, he during the fast forward arc, he never does make that that uh the heel turn which i dig i as a character who always just seemed evil out of because of his situation for him to make the you know turn to be a good guy that 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 makes sense that that he that absolutely makes sense and making him president in the future is wild yeah uh, i i i do We've gone over this. I love the fast fast forward season, and I can't wait to talk about it. I'm 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 looking forward to revisiting uh, it. That's for sure. Um, anything else about the four kids two K three bishop that you want to talk about? I mean, he's got that presidential limo in the future. I think it's huge. Does I, yeah? I need to I need to watch those again. Uh, oh well, man. Well, he goes through. Um, I did really like his. What was it? His his combat armor, like all looking like, you know, troned out. Yep. I was just like, sure, that's not really needed, but you know, we'll we'll make it work anyway. <laughs> well, your character can't be wearing the same thing that he wore a hundred years ago. He has to be wearing something futuristic. Well, no, no, this is in the uh, the regular two K three. Oh yeah. Okay. Timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember Battle Gear mean. Bishop with now with new snazzy coat. Um, yeah, he's all like Tron commandoed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta change those designs just in case they want to make action figures, right? Oh, exactly. I mean, you know, Bishop now with kung fu grip. Yeah, and, and of course, rocket punch. <laughs> of course his name is John. Of course. Of course his name is John. It couldn't be anything else. Yeah. Um the most common name. Yep. Following that, uh let's see. The next version of Bishop, I believe. Yes, the next version of Bishop is the IDW version of Bishop. His first appearance was Order from Chaos Part 4, which would be 2016. Okay, maybe not. Sorry, I'm just checking dates. No, that's fine. Don't want to be wrong. Annihilation Earth Part 1. Okay, no. The next version of Bishop that we get is in the 2012 Nickelodeon series. And it wasn't until season... What is this? Oh, again, season three. Instead of the beginning of season three, we actually get him at the end of season three. Uh, actually, kind of right before the arc that we're watching right now. Yeah. That you know that we just went through. Uh, it's he he shows up during the Annihilation Earth episode, and that's where we get the whole back plot of the of the uh, of the Utrams 
and how they're distinctly different from the Krang and how uh, Krang Prime created the, the the rogue faction of Utrams. And Bishop is not a human or a man in black or even someone on Earth trying to, you know, save the world. He's an Utram from another planet. But he looks just like all of the other Krangbots. Uh, but he's voiced by... Who was he voiced by? Nolan North! Of course! Of course. Yeah! Our dude Nolan. Yeah, so... I, I don't hate this version of Bishop. Uh, I don't like him as much as the, you know, the, the, the evil villain in the 2K3. What, what, are, what are your thoughts of what you've seen so far? He's kind of like, I mean, I wasn't expecting it, mm-hmm. you know, um, but he's just kind of like, he's kind of just like kind of bland. Like there's not really much to this version of him other than he speaks, you know, proper and not in Crank speak, <laughs> which I was kind of a bummer. Uh, I was kind of hoping for, you know, Crank speak because, you know. Well, no, they, they, like I love the crank speak, but it's got to be different. It's got to be different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like this version of him is a bit more cameo-ish. Yeah. Than it really deserves to be. Uh, he, the the whole Utram plot that he's you know at the center of is a fascinating way to retell a lot of that series it's 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 a great retcon that the show needed uh because i'm not saying the show was getting bland at that point but it needed an injection of something really interesting and retconning the 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 krang into this faction really brings that show back to life at the end of season three yeah and Bishop being there, it's it's like it's it's, it's like he's tagging along to a really good story, but I don't know if he, him being the name, you know, a character named Bishop adds any tangible value to it. Yeah. Oh, I I definitely agree. Yeah. Uh I think it's hilarious that every single Krang droid has looked exactly like Bishop up until this moment. And when I was watching the show, at no point was I like, all these Krang droids look like Bishop. Like, at no point did it cross my mind that they could have done this, that they could do this later. Maybe I'm just a, maybe I'm just a dummy. No. Um, no, no, I... I uh, that That's that's sound reasoning. Um... I just wish there there had been just something more to it, you know. I think they're just like you said, it's just like, oh, it's cameo type thing. Oh, hey Bishop, wait, what? You know, <laughs> or you know, and of course you don't want to retread what they already did in 2K3. Um, that's true. You know, cuz she was like, "Oh, you guys are just copying what they did," you know. Um, but you but you also don't want to create a character that's so different from the original that there's no reason for him to have that name. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, take... Eventually, they introduce Alopex into 2K12. 
for a very brief moment. I don't know. If, I don't think we've watched that episode yet, but they do. But she's brown. And my first thought is like, why is this not Ninjara? Oh, yeah. Like, wh- why? Why are we just name dropping Alapex despite her not having the backstory of Alapex? Like, it, it, it just seems like a waste. And the 2012 series really flirts with that concept a lot during it. Like the, the way they treat Bebop and Rocksteady are so out of left field and weird that you, it takes a big mindset shift to accept that these two characters are the Bebop and Rocksteady that this show has and deserves. And it turns out to be fine, but this show is, it plays really fast and loose with the concept of we're going to slap this name on this character because we know you like this name and you're going to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and Bishop is kind of the, the chief, a chief offender in that department. But again, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Yeah. I mean, he served his purpose and you know, it's yeah, (laughs) you know, I mean, that's, that's about it. (laughs) There you go. Uh, yeah. And he does come back in the, the, the next sets of episodes that we're going to watch. So we, you haven't seen the end of, of Bishop's story in, in 2012. The next and final version of Bishop is in the two, no, in the, in the IDW cart, cart. What is wrong with me, Jeff? In the IDW comic. Take a, take a sip of your drink. The IDW comic, uh, and for for my money, this is the most bonkers version of the character, and it's next to perfect. Well, I am. It's definitely gonna be spoiled for me, and spo- spoilers for any of our listeners. But it's fine. I'll probably forget about it by the time we get around to reading this. Yeah, yeah, I. <sighs> So he plays the basically the same part. He's, you know, the Earth Protection Force. His name is John Bishop. He's there. He's there to fight any mutants or aliens or or any threat to humanity. And he works in a shadowy government office and has seemingly unlimited funds to do so. And this one is distinctly more evil than the one in uh, 2K3. The one in 2K3 seemed altruistic, just really emo about it. This one actually seems like he's completely unhinged. Okay. Um, his story is woven very closely into uh, Slash and the Mutanimals and uh, Alex Winter and Wesley Knight and the, there, there's a, a I, I don't know if we've gotten to, I don't think we have, uh, where he creates an army of slashes. He has a full-on uh, invasion of Burno Island. He, we get backstory uh, on him and we learn about his father and his, his, his who his father was is basically the same guy. He basically the same job in the government, but a much more um, stand up guy, but also 
extremely disappointed in his son and his son's evilness kind of snowballs out of that. And I, I don't know what I want to spoil for you, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what you've what you've already where this falls in the I think I think you knew this already. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on a second. Up until today, I did not know that he was uh, in in the comics because we hadn't gotten there yet. We haven't. I don't think so. I I, I don't could be know. Mi- I could be mistaken. Uh, let's see what issue did he show Battle lines in? part three. Oh, okay. So that that part of the story does not exist. Does not appear until issue eighty eight, and we're definitely not to issue eighty eight yet. Yeah, that's um, fine. Go ahead. I don't care. It's fine. He made his debut in an Order from Chaos, so I think we just read that. Did we? Yeah, issue 54. Yeah, we just read that. So so you're aware of his character. You're not aware of all of these details that I'm going to send out there, but he's it's, a little person. And not like your traditional, like, uh, little person. He's like a... He, he's like a baby man. Say what now? He's like a he's like a baby man. He he's he's like the size of an infant or a toddler and he's never going to grow big. Like he's got he's got a he's got a a big big person brain, but he never got bigger than like a foot tall. So his father built him an exosuit that is very much like a like an Utrum uh vehicle, right? And so the bishop that's in the comics is basically a robot with this little man inside of him. And him being this little man, like, fuels so much of his rage and so much of his, like, his me-against-the-world attitude that the bishop character seemed pretty straightforward until the reveal that he's a little, a little dude. Then it gets weird. And it's why I love the bishop character in, in IDW so much because like who was writing it at this, at this time? It was, uh, of course it was Eastman and, oh, why can't I think of this? Hold on. It was Waltz. Of course. So it was Eastman and Waltz that are writing it dur- during this this era, and of course I trust both. You know, I, I trust that writing team implicitly. Everything that they they worked on was fantastic, but rarely did they get this weird. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for you to to experience the details of all of this because it goes deep into Bishop as a character and why he is who he is. And why he's doing what he's doing. And <clears throat> he takes every single opportunity that he can to try to improve himself and his position in the world. And as I said, that in, that involves a lot of science. There is a lot of science in, in, in the IDW Bishop story uh, to come. And it's... I can't wait. We'll be reading IDW again pretty soon, so... There will likely be more Bishop in there. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, I don't want to spoil everything because it, again, it gets it gets pretty wacky. Um, before we roll this roll this up, like, 
roll this up like it's a carpet. Um, <laughs> what else do you have to say about our buddy Bishop over here? Brought to you by Bishop's Carpets. Yeah. When you need to roll out, roll out right. <laughs> uh, I just kind of creeped out. Now there's a Bishop with little baby legs. Oh, yeah. Bishop with baby everything. Ugh. <laughs> little fat, giant marshmallow arms. Well, Jeff, this just in. John Bishop, or as he is known in this comic, John, uh, did make an appearance in the Mirage comics. Oh. It was very, very late in the Tales of the TMNT run. Uh, we're talking August of 2009, so like a mere weeks before the sale. But it was in issue 61, uh, and it looks to be a cameo. Oh, uh, wow. It was in a story that Tristan Jones was writing that it had a lot of promise to it, that it was obvious he wanted to take certain places. Uh, it, it was part of the Gang Wars story arc. That sadly, when the when the sale happened, that did not, you know, did, did not get completed. Um, what does that mean? I guess that means that Bishop could have been a big deal in Mirage had had history been a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Hun. Like Hun kind of came in at the very last minute in the Mirage comics, in this Gang Wars storyline, and then, boom, he's gone. You know, it's... It, and it's 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 something that... I, I wish Tristan Jones would be given more work in the Turtles universe. Not necessarily to finish the Gang Wars story, or just to tell something like it, because we'll get to reading those eventually. It's going to be a while, but we'll get there. That's some of the... Those are a few of the best... Tales Volume Two books, yeah, yeah. So, so that is that is a piece of information that I did not even have. So awesome. I guess back, <laughs> back to my question: Any final thoughts on that version, or just on Bishop as a whole? As a whole, yeah. Um. Well, oh, we forgot to mention that he kind of makes a little cameo in the um. Uh, Rise of TMNT during the uh, the Krang outbreak. I think. Does he? Was it in that one? There or was it another episode? There's one Same. where he. The Krang outbreak is in is the movie. Yeah. There was one. There was one. Hang on, let me go see if I took a, pic, a screen capture of it. I think I did. Because I was watching and I was like, hey, that guy, that guy kind of looks like Bishop. There is a there is a uh, a Reddit thread that says Bishop in Rise movie, and you're absolutely right. There is an EPF looking helicopter with a Bishop looking dude hanging out of it, ah, in the sky. So you're you're on it, you're on it, man. All right. Yeah, and then there's another shot where when they're when they're when one of the crane is is being tucked away into a into a a, a a truck with an EPF logo on the side of it and Bishop is interviewing people on the street so oh, okay yeah yeah so he's there 
No speaking parts, not even an, an acknowledgement that he's there, but he's absolutely there. That's him. Yeah. That's exciting. That's, man, I want some more Rise. I know we say Me this all the time. Too. I want more Me, Rise. Me too. Uh, they did make a, they did make a, a couple of Bishop figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, well, no, there was, I guess there was the one for 2K3. And then there was one that was unreleased for Fast Forward. Both of them are pretty good looking figures. They're not amazing. Hmm. But that does it. Yeah, Bishop is, we're, we're really running out of, uh, characters with, with a lot of meat to them, aren't, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, um, which is fine. It, like, not every episode has to be filled to the, to the brim with, uh, with content. Right. Um, yeah, he's just a, he's just a great character. Um, uh, was very annoying fighting. Didn't he have like, it was in the, uh, the, um, the DS game. Like, I was, uh, where there were like Bishop clones, like weird goo, like red and blue and green, different clones that would like, had different like abilities and stuff. Yeah, I have no idea. I think it's been a while since I played it, but I was like, that was always my least favorite part of that game. Like, <laughs> go away, Bishop clones. And they were, they were basically like T1000s. They, they would, if you go up a level, like, oh, they're going to just like, you know, turn into a blob and come up, up on the next level where, you know, um, they kind of fleshed out a bit more things, uh, yeah. uh in the game. Looks like he was in, it was, yeah, it was in Mutant Nightmare. Yeah. The third one. Which would make sense because it, it came out after season three. I wish they'd continue making, like, you know, for the rest of the series, uh, those, those 2D games. That would have been nice. If you say so. I love those three games. <laughs> like, those are, those are the best 2K3 games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about those. If you want to hear our opinions on those yeah. as they differ, greatly mm-hmm. check out our video game episode which we need to do another video game episode because next yeah, up is do. the the short-lived Kona- like not konami who is it activision years uh what what the last thing i want to say about the bishop character is he seems to be one of those characters that creators like so like i it wouldn't surprise me if bishop showed up in the next turtles movie like the next seth rogan movie or if it showed up or if he showed up in like the television show you know because his character is so well it's it fits the universe so well that he drops right into any story any turtle story you're telling he could drop right in at any point easily so exciting uh that that does it jeff yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about next time? Or that's not how we do this. What's our next segment, Jeff? Next time on Shellheads. Next time on Shellheads. Well, every year we do a Christmas episode. But we're out of Christmas stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah, I already got everything on my wish list. Turtles uh, retro collection came true. 
It's a Christmas miracle or Festivus miracle if you celebrate Festivus. <laughs> like the rest of us. So, uh, do you want to do you want to do new Christmas lists? Like or revisiting our original Christmas lists? I don't know. That's a very good question. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're we we should have one more episode before the end of the year. How what shape that episode takes, I don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna start. Uh, I know what next year looks like when it comes to episodes, but we need one more this year to round out the year with our 26 episodes a year, which is my soft goal. 26 episodes a year. Yeah. Uh, so I guess stay tuned to next time when we'll tell you what we're going to talk about. Jeff, between now and then, what are you going to be doing? As always, Sergio, uh, you can find me at the warp zone arcade, Brandon, Mississippi's premier arcade, where we showcase, Retro and modern games, uh, we host events, parties, and more. We also provide retro game restoration, uh, where we clean uh, the cartridge-based uh, systems and games. We make them work like new. Uh, we also live stream uh, each week uh, on uh, our Twitch, and uh, we're also on Facebook, we're on Threads, Instagram, um, if you guys are not following uh, me on Warps, on all the Warp Zone socials, please do so. And if you'd like to, uh, you know, hang out uh, with me on the streams, um, we'll probably have some Ninja Turtle stuff coming up, uh, hopefully soon. I know I keep saying that every couple of episodes. <laughs> we get, <laughs> I get distracted by other games like, you know, Diablo and, uh, you know, and other stuff. Um, but if you just want to chill and hang out and you, if you have Turtles questions uh, for me, uh, please join us. Um, Sergio will, you know, link all that in the show notes. Or you can just look us up. Look for the Warp Zone, uh, our Circle Controller logo, and we're on Facebook. We're everywhere. You can find us everywhere. So, um, in the meantime, uh, where can we find you, Sergio? Uh, nowhere. Everything just kind of dried up on the podcast end, <laughs> except for turtles. Yeah, well, no, well, it's we just very about, sad. We, it's it's really not. It's really not. No one wants to hear me talk about nerd stuff. Because usually I'm just that angry nerd guy who's not happy with anything anymore. I mean, people will pay for that, but that's <laughs> all over the that's all over the internet. Say no, no, that no one pays for that. Every every nerd with a microphone has put his opinion into a podcast and has watered down the market to where there are zero listeners for any of that stuff. Literally. Um. Yeah, no, I'm not really up to much else right now, uh, except for Christmas stuff. Uh, we are plotting out a brand new podcast series for next year. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think it's going to be about X-Men. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm not in charge of that one. I'm just going to be on it. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but I like X-Men. Gives me a chance to talk about different mutants, huh? Yeah, huh? and hey, and hey, it's you're timing it just right for the return of the X Men cartoon That's next true. year. It, yep, yes, it is. Very excited. Oh, uh, and also Deadpool three. That's next year. Oh yes, mm -hmm. it's gonna be so great. 
So there we go. Uh, that's it. At episode 130. Uh, thank you for joining me today, Jeff. As always. As always. Uh, and I thank everyone for listening. Uh, I, I, I want to thank, ah, yes. Okay. There was a person on the, uh, on our, on our, uh, Instagram. He, uh, his handle is the last crusader. He, we had a spirited discussion, me and him about, um, whether or not the original TMNT movie is a kid's movie. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he dove back into the, the archives and he was listening to early episodes and uh, let's just say he agrees with you. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I always do love hearing from listeners at the, at the, the Instagram handle. So feel free to reach out there, reach out on Facebook. Uh, we, we will respond. Maybe not immediately, but we will respond. Yeah, and very cool. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.